All right, all right. So where the fuck are we? Like, what do I... Uh, we are... I haven't had to open this thing in so long. That's right, we've done tangent. Okay, so we've had two tangent. We had a tangent night and then an intro to uh, Matthew Susan. Plus, I got the Joey thing. He did all the reading. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, he didn't even read. He did all the reading, I guess, for the first half of his life to get to that. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Okay, we are in uh, the New Testament, as we talked about. Because so, this is beer and Bible. Oh, I was yeah. going to say beer and motherfucking Bible, but it's like just it. beer and Bible. So, uh, All right, this is beer and Bible. I am Neil. I am the lead questioner of the Bible, and this is... I'm Chris. I'm the... I'm not going to screw it up this time. Hi, the... <laughs> I'm the high-functioning alcoholic slash head Bible reader, Yes, which I'm going to do today. I'm so proud of that. So we're back to that. Um, not proud, but I'm happy I actually get to contribute this time. Yeah. Because last time was a lot of you. I'm it, glad it was a lot of you because you're the one who brings the knowledge. But at least now I get this. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it go through it after two beers. One beer. That was that was a lot of me heavy. Hey, speaking of beer, what are you drinking? Oh, 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 wait. I'm still on that Deschutes, that fresh haze IPA. They have a fresh squeezed. I like the fresh haze in the can. What's because the so one is unfiltered, so it's like hazy. They leave all the shit in there, or oh. most of the shit in there. It's got a real good orange taste. And also, I like the ones in the can because for some reason I can drink it faster. Yeah. Which is probably bad, but I like it. Nice. So on to the Bible. <laughs> all right. Now we got the beer out of the way, and we're not out of the way. I'm like shake. I wish people, we need to start like videoing this and like shaking the beer at your face. Yes. Because this. Because I can't subtract the hand motions from, yeah. even though all all you poor listeners are getting are the sounds. If, like If any of you guys are listening and you guys think, man, I would like to do like a live. At least one thing, person's live thinking that. Or something, like, At least one person's dog's thinking up, that. Yeah, hit us up on, uh, on Instagram. That's our main thing right now is Instagram. At uh, Beer and Bible Show on Instagram. Check that out. And then annoy us and let us know what you guys want. Yeah, what do we'll, you? Yeah, uh, we'll we do need that. some feedback. We want some shit. We want yeah. to talk some shit, uh, or just talk. Just tell us what you want. Yeah, we're here to serve the people. The people like Jesus would. Yes. <laughs> so, serving you guys. So with that, we're, we're going to serve you some Word of God, and uh, we're going to be starting off with Matthew chapter one, and we're going to go uh, read all the way through the genealogy because. We're thinking you're driving the car. You're probably We're just not gonna, I'm Bible. just going to plow the fuck through this. Like, it. It's crazy. So Matthew starts off with, you know, you're going to start with the story of Jesus. But Matthew's like, hold on, you know, as we talked last time, he comes from like the Hebrew background. Yep. So he's like, let's talk about where Jesus comes from. Like the lineage, right? Yes. Isn't that what this is about? Yes. So the whole first chapter, and it's like if you've got your stolen slash borrowed Bible, like you, you can open up, but you just look that first whole run is just fucking crazy names. Or if you're out of graduation, some Gideon attacks you and hands you a New <laughs> Testament. It's like the first. Page. You're gonna start out and be like, "This is boring as shit," and throw it to yeah. the curb. They should start with fucking Samson. Is what they should have done. They should have. Yes, there would be more converts then. Yeah, converts, converts, converts. Con- yeah, they we're good. Conversions. Converts. All right. So anyway, I'm gonna plow through this. I'm gonna butcher everything. Am I just doing straight run, or are we gonna straight run? Okay. Fuck. All right. A record of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Those are, those are important guys. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. 
Judah, the father, father, the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez, the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram. Ram, the father of Aminadab. Aminadab, the father of Nashon. Nashon, the father of Salmon. Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse, and Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Oh, shit. That's like borrowing from somebody else. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asa. Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram. Jehoram, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah, the father of Jotham. Jotham, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Amon. Amon, the father of Josiah. And Josiah, the father of Jeconia and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. Well, they're throwing a little time reference in there. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shiltil. Shiltil. Shiltil, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abiod. Abiod, the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azur. Azur, the father of Zadok. Zadok, the father of Akim. Akim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar, the father of Matan. Matan, the father of Jacob. And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called Christ. Thus there were 14 generations and all from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile to Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Christ. That was fucking rough. Did I? Bl- you got no. You got it. Did I get yeah, some? You of that? got it. You got Did it. I get it's some good. Of that? We're good. That's Shame. nice. We need sound effects. Yeah. So give me a high five. High five. Oh. All right. I'm not sure if the mics picked that up. Probably not. But <laughs> we gave each other a high solid five. high five. Yes. All right. So Ooh, I'm gonna have to sit down for a minute. Yeah. There's a crazy amount of stuff that's going on there. Um. So let's start with this. We talked about last week about how Matthew's job was a tax collector, so he should be a numbers guy, right? <laughs> Well, actually, no, so let's put that on the shelf. Hold on, let's go back. Okay, so he's writing to the Jewish people, and he's going to write a lineage, and he starts off... I don't like this episode. I have to have the... It's hard to hold the Bible in one hand and my beer in the other. You got very this, Very annoying. <laughs> okay, anyway. All right, so the very first name that was in there that he starts off with is David, not actually Abraham. So yeah, like, that's weird. And what about the people in the beginning? Didn't it? Yeah. Like, what about, uh, what's that first guy? Adam. Adam. And all that shit. That's not important to Matthew, but it is important to Luke. They're like, we don't want to talk. Luke, we don't like to talk about that side of the family. So Luke will actually start with Jesus and work back to Adam because he's trying to get to the point that Jesus is the son of God. Matthew is trying to say that. He's name dropping. Yeah. Well, so is, so is Matthew, but yeah. for a different audience. Like, so you, you have a Greco-Roman audience that's going to care more about Jesus being the son of God, where the uh, the Jewish audience is more concerned about this idea of the Messiah. Oh, um, the guy that they've been talking about for years and yes. years and years. So the, the Messiah uh, literally means the anointed one. Uh, the word Christ is just a is the uh, Greek word for being smeared, like smeared with oil. Uh, Messiah, or in Hebrew, Mashiach, is the anointed one. So there's this idea that there would be somebody that would be anointed, that is, um, they poured oil on them and assigned them for a specific task and said they had special powers and all that kind of deal. So they're waiting for this one that's going to be the anointed one from God that's going to come and save everybody, that whole special job and everything. So this one's going to come from David. It's going to come from the line of David. So we mentioned David first. Yeah. 
Because wasn't there a promise somewhere in the Old Testament or something? There are a couple or, of them. Okay. So the very first one is uh, Genesis chapter 3. And he was a fuck-up, too. Wait. Which kind one? Of. David. David, yes. Yeah. David, okay. Yeah. But so is Abraham. Okay, so we're going away from Genesis 3. There is prophecy <laughs> in Genesis 3 that there would be a Messiah that would come, but then there's David. David is a... Yeah. Okay, so trying to follow Chris here. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's good, it's good. So... Uh, the first thing that he's going to be doing is he's trying to make the point that Jesus is the son of David, who would be the Messiah, or would be the king. So David's the first one mentioned. Then the next person, he doesn't go back to Adam, he goes to Abraham. Why? Because all the promises uh, were given in Genesis to Abraham. That's when the Abrahamic religions began, and that's where it all... So in a Jewish mindset, you could say that Everybody before Abraham is not as important. Abraham's the starting point of Judaism. It's like one of those I, like police webs where they, or yeah. like you see the the action thrillers where they got all the pictures on the wall and the lines drawn across everybody. It's like, see, see, this it all guy. started. It, it's got to be him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a, in a way, so we so we start off with Abraham uh, going through, and we go one generation. So the first set of fourteen names is uh, Abraham, and then it goes to David. We mentioned David again. So David's name gets mentioned, he gets dropped twice uh. because what's the important part to this is uh, is that David, some people say that um, the idea is we're doubling up on the David on this uh, because when you have a firstborn son, and we talked about this back when we talked about Jacob and Esau, go back and listen to that. It's when you have a firstborn son, they get double the portion of whatever the king the had or the, the birthright. Yeah. So in a way, we are doubling down on David or doubling up on David so that he gets double down. Du- double David. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, so then we go from David down to the next, uh, the next generation. And then we go to Babylon. And then from Babylon, we have another section uh, from another 14 names. And it says there's three sections of 14 names, three generations. Like remember that Babylon shit when all that stuff was going on? They yeah. said like, we're waiting on and the Messiah's coming. Well, da, 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 da. boom. There it is. Now that uh this is uh not exactly right. There are a couple of issues with Matthew's numbers. Oh. And remember we said he was a tax collector. Yeah. So like he shouldn't be bad at numbers and he should He's remember, supposed to know his shit. Yeah. And he should know the names because he like had to shake down people and be like knock on the doors, like, hey, <laughs> Mordecai, you owe some money. Like what like he should know these things. So let's pay attention to a few things. So one, he like he goes through and he has these names. And if you look at them through uh, Chronicles and some other stuff, he actually at one point skips three names. He just skips them completely. Um, other times the birthright actually doesn't go from son to son or like from father to son. It actually moves over. And that keeps better with some of the stories we have we hear in, uh, in the Old Testament concerning the lineage of the king. Um, so, you know, you realize, oh, you know what? My son is really messed up, so I'm going to adopt my my nephew or whatever. So we have a little bit of that shifting. I'm not going to go into tremendous detail. The point is there are names that are missing out of this list. This is not exactly right. Uh. Um, and he skips a, a couple generations, but he's trying to get to that, you know, quote unquote, 14, 14, 14 um, uh, of it. So, and I still put that in air quotes. So he's not trying to uh, count and aim for accuracy. He's, Jewish, he's not like he's making a quick science. run to the like point yeah. of like this is where you're going. He's wanting to make his own point. So if you were to look at it and you are a Jewish person that's familiar with it, I say Jewish first century Jewish, blah blah blah, like not 
I'm trying to get caught up in modern day stuff. Anyways, but he's like, he is, it's a matter of, of weighing, not counting the numbers, but weighing them. Uh, so accuracy is not as important as his message. It's still accurate because if you yourself are familiar with these stories and these histories, you would know where the generations were skipped. And you're also following the lineage of the kingship. Because if part of his, the word Christology, his idea of what Jesus is like, um, his, his idea is that Jesus um, should be the king. So we're following the kingly lineage from David on to prove that he is the rightful heir to David's throne. Uh. So like very important to him. And then also, if you count these, it's not 14, it's 14, 13, 14. Wait, what? Oh. If you count the names. So there were 14 generations in all. Um, or, yeah. 14 from David. Oh, yeah, 14. But there were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile to Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Christ. Ah. Unless you stop and actually count them, and then he's still wrong. Ah. It's 14, 13, 14, and that actually spells out. So in Hebrew, um, your number system uh, or a numbering system could also be used as your alphabetical system. So each letter has a uh, assigned weight to it or assigned um, numerical value. So that's when you people talking about like 666 was the mark of the beast and in, in Hebrew <laughs> it means this. Like, uh, kid you not, look this up online. Uh, six. Are like, you talking about the monster energy? Yes. Thing? Yeah. That's <laughs> a fucking Explain stupid. that. Yeah. No, I don't even understand it. I just remember they were like, the monster energy drink logo is like the six. It's like yeah. the coming of the beast. I'm like, what the? F-? Like, you moms are really like, I support like stay at home moms, but you need to get a fucking hobby. Yeah, and this is their hobby. It's called Gemara. That's the uh, <laughs> it's the Hebrew uh, practice of, anyways, of getting getting into like numbers and letters and Hebrew alphabet. So for the Monster Energy Drink, what is the M? The six is it? So, no, 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 wait, son of a bitch. Can we delete that part? I know no. that M is the sixth number in the alphabet. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> in the Hebrew alphabet, it is a uh, the sixth letter in the Hebrew alphabet is called a vav. And it looks kind of like a, it's like a slight, it's like a slightly crooked line. So if you take the monster energy drink and you look at each line, like the way the claw marks are, yeah, a vav looks like that. Oh. So it looks like vav, 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 which is 666. I think he just called Satan the shroom. He's like Beetlejuice. You just have to like. Dude, you've been here you just every have to night say, we've recorded. You just have to say vav, 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 or you just have to jerk off in front of a mirror and fucking the devils. Bam. Two of my hobbies. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> those fire, those damn monster energy drinks. This is that's what you do. You drink a monster energy drink, and that's exactly. what I you had do. one this morning. I had to have it to get through work. It is like, oh, All it's right. not satanic. It is a lifesaver. Yeah. If anything, so, I mean, just because Red Bull like got the whole wings thing. This is yeah. just Satan, like leathery <laughs> this wings. Satan's this is like, like leathery <laughs> bat wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh so going back to uh matthew and his call like him trying to call up satan with our story here of jesus birth he uh he uses uh people say that the numerical value of the 14 13 14 could be actually a different way of counting be he's spelling out the name david dalit vav dalit and that would be david as well huh well i think or maybe it's in the greco the greek alphabet. anyways that's he's, crazy like he's spelling that out so he's like there are 14 generations. Somebody's like, no, it's not. It's, oh, my goodness. I get what he did. Like, he's, like, <laughs> tricking them into it. 
So uh, sounds like a, he's ripping off Mark again. Yeah, no, Mark <laughs> actually doesn't have a uh, lineage. The only two are uh, are Luke and Matthew. So, anyways, <laughs> everybody who's paying attention still and with us. Yeah. Um. So you you have Matthew that's actually kind of playing with the numbers. It's not about accuracy. It's about his message, and you can see already in here that he's trying to drive home uh, points that he is the promised one from Abraham, and Abraham was going to have be the father of many nations, and that there were going to be all these great things that were going to happen through Abraham. He's also talking about David, that there would be one that would come through David. And then this is interesting. Um, there was an idea of two messiahs. What? Okay, so there wasn't just settled on one messiah, because sometimes in the Old Testament, uh, or the Tanakh, if you're like, it's not old. There's, you're talking about the New Testament. That doesn't exist. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> it's the so, Testament. I should just talk about the Hebrew Bible. In the Hebrew Bible, um, there are passages where it talks about a suffering servant, specifically in Isaiah. And there's this problem of how can you have this kingly Messiah that's going to like go rule and reign? Um, like So again, the, the Messiah was going to be set aside for a special job, and this Messiah was going to become powerful and have armies and like really rule and, and bring back. Um, he would make Israel great again. He would <laughs> bring back the debate. So, all right, bear with me. Bear with me. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. So the, there's an idea that Israel was at its prime during the Davidic rule. Uh, and some people think that also could be at Solomon's rule, but David's rule was considered like the golden era. Yeah. This is what we want to get back to. And so they're waiting for David's son, who would be like David, would come through and restore everything. You know, kick out the Babylonians or the Persians. So Matthew Assyrians, opens up with this, like, or in eh? this case, eh? yeah, eh? <laughs> or in this case, the Romans. So somebody's going to show up and restore Israel to the way it's kick some be. ass, yeah. But then you also have these stories where it talked about a suffering servant. So how do you have someone that's going to win and lose at the same time? And so there was a another Messiah idea. Now this wasn't a majority idea um, that that we know of. But that I see somebody rolling up on Jesus after all this, like in the lineage and stuff. They're like, "Bro, what's up? Where's your sword, dude? You got any? You got a knife tucked yeah, in that robe? What's going on? Hey, are you gonna overthrow the government? Looking, you got something tucked back there, don't you? Yeah, you're like holding one with your butt cheeks, just like yeah. a like a long sword. You can just creep up in and just like assassinate him. Yeah, what, what do you got going on? So yeah, there's some expectation, <laughs> like or that he was going, and we'll, we'll get into this. There are times in Matthew where we get this hint that Jesus could become a military leader oh. if he so chose. Um, there was also, uh, I meant, we didn't mention this, you're talking about military leaders. Uh, a couple hundred years prior, there was a group called the, I think it was, maybe it was 100, maybe 200 years, 150 to 300, somewhere in there. There's the Maccabee, <laughs> I'm sorry, blanking you're out. Fine, you're fine. Um, there is the Maccabean Revolution where the... Maccabean Revolution. Yes. Okay. So the the Maccabeans were a family that, got everyone together, riled up, and they actually started kicking some Greek tail and really took over a lot of stuff. Um, at one point, they... Oh, actually, that wasn't Greek at the time, sorry. They, getting rid of the Assyrians, they came into power, and I know this is hard to believe, but uh, the families and the people in power did not get along, <laughs> and it started creating a civil war. So there were civil wars, and then they went to... Um, they went to the Greek, you know, they went to the, they, no, they kicked Greek tail. Then they went to the Romans and they asked for the Romans for some help, like sorting everything out. And then the Romans were like, yeah, we'll take over. But sorry, those. <laughs> yeah, we'll take over. Sure. Any, you guys did the hard work. So the reason I mentioned the Maccabean revolution is that here are these, these Jewish people that were, uh, controlled by others. And then they had 
uh, a rebellion, a successful rebellion. And with that successful rebellion, you they kind of fit that messianic figure um, oh. in that way. And so they'd the seen people it started getting excited. Yeah. Hmm. But then it failed. Yeah. Um, that was, I think it was around 150, 80. Now that like, it's all clicking for me again. Um, <laughs> so uh, Wikipedia, uh, Maccabean Revolution, to read a little bit more. So it's not the first time that the Jewish people had seen a political figure, um, but they got them excited yeah. and all aroused. But then they kind of failed at it all. And uh, so that kind of crashed and burned. Um, and then, so now we have Jesus coming through, and some people think that could happen. Uh, after Jesus, there, you know, there are different, it's not the first time, and it's not going to be the last time with Jesus to hear of a figure that would be quote-unquote messianic that could um, overpower. But uh, going back to the other one, as we said earlier, there were two messiahs. Another idea was one that would be um, that would be a suffering servant, and some people said that he would be uh, the son of Joseph, like the Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Joseph, <laughs> uh, because he had, he Joseph suffered a whole bunch. Oh and yeah. So that so then you hit, he get this hint of Jacob, the father of Joseph, Joseph, the husband of Mary, the mother of Christ. So. You, you might get a little bit of hint of David. He's both son of David and directly a son of Joseph. So he's like tying all the strings all, together. Yeah, like Matthew, he's like I'm gonna just wipe the whole thing. Like yeah, um, in case no matter what happens or what you believe, this is that motherfucker. Like yeah. y'all get ready. All right, and here's here's now we're gonna get even crazier in this thing. Yeah. So something I noticed. Yeah. Not to completely throw everything off, is it's like. Dude, 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 dude. The mom. Bingo. Dude, 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 dude. Mom. But which, I mean, just, you know, you think of like any kind of like hierarchical, like, that's, I don't even know if that's a word, but it's like, it's kind of like son of, son of, son yeah. of, son of, son of. It's like, oh, and his mom. It's like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. that's awesome. But why'd you only do it? How, what, 10 times? How many times? There are four women in there. And two, three. How do you guys do that? This is what I do, man. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things that's in there is like, uh, also, if anyone's note, I have nothing in front of me, so I'm not cheating. That's uh, where the video comes in again, yeah. too, because they'll see me just like squinting, be like, that's, that's son of a bitch. <laughs> He's right. Uh, it's also why I get off on tangents a lot easier. I'm going to know Chris is my bearings. Um, so, yeah, we've got these four women that are, are in there. So let's talk about them. Which is the first one? Uh, whose mother was Tamar. 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 So the story with that is it goes back to the uh, back to the Hebrew Bible when there's this guy named Judah who had these sons and he gave us like his first son got married and then his first son died. Then his second oh, son oh ends up get, getting married. That'd have been Perez. Uh, Perez. Perez. Uh, and then and then and that guy dies. So then he gets to the third, which is Onan, I think. Uh, uh, next son is. Onan. Oh, I've got Judah, the father of Perez, and Zerah, whose mother was. Tamar. Okay, sorry. So uh, Perez is the one who, who gets uh, is originally married to Tamar, and then he dies, but then she hasn't had a child, so she needs to have a child um, in order to continue the lineage of Perez, as well as Social Security when she gets old. Ah, yeah. She gets old, no, no children, no one to take care of her. So she is then given to his brother. Now, his brother, uh, Onan, is supposed to uh, marry her, give her a child, and that child would actually be considered uh could be considered Perez's in a way depending on land and, and rights like that but 
the the main thing here is to know that Onan uh, did not impregnate her. Instead, multiple times he would quote unquote spill his seed. So, sloppy bastard. Yeah, he was did sloppy. Did he drink a lot? I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> he because he knew that his child would not actually count as his. Uh, so he would he would spill his seed. And uh, so he was not getting her pregnant, and then he died. God took punishment on killed him. And so uh, <laughs> God, Judah... God killed him, all right, swept so, him to the side. So Judah's like, all right, so what do I do here? And uh, he says, essentially, um, Judah's like, all right, I got another son. He's too young to get married right now. Tamar, how about you go back home, and like you go hang out with your family, and eventually one day like I'll marry his son. And he's like, I'm going to stay away from this. So he goes off one day, and he's shearing sheep. He's been drinking a whole lot. He had a really good like wool income that year. That sounds like my kind of yeah. day. So he decides to celebrate. So he goes to hit up the local town for the prostitutes. Tamar, his daughter-in-law, or his daughter, yeah, daughter-in-law, dresses up like a prostitute. He meets up with her, and he's like, "Hey, you're like I'm pretty drunk. You're kind of hot, maybe." And uh, and he's like, and she's like, "Do you have anything to pay with?" He's like, "I don't have any sheep or anything." And she's like, "Well." How about you give me your staff, like as a collateral? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So he takes nice. her up on this. Next day, he comes back, goes like brings her a goat or something, because like that's the payment that people go with in these days. And so he gives her like a comes to give her a goat, and like and he goes, "Hey, uh, so does anybody know where the prostitute is?" And like, "There's no prostitute on this corner." And he's like, "Well, guess I got a freebie." <laughs> um, so he's like, "That that works." Like, win. So he goes home, and then he finds out that Tamar is is pregnant, and he's like, "Oh snap! Now that like I can challenge her chastity because she was supposed to wait for my son. Like no, now I don't have to give her my son. Like I'm out of the deal." And so he pulls her up, and like in front of everybody, he's like, "What's up?" And she's like, "Okay, you're right. I'm you're I'm wrong, but here's what it is." And she pulls up the staff. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, Fuck you, dude! Yeah. Backfired right in your face. So, um, wait, and this is where Jesus comes from? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. He's got all kinds. So, that's the story. He's one. got all kinds of family baggage. Yeah. And, oh, and Tamar, she's not Jewish. Let's keep that in mind. She's, she's not Hebrew. So, uh, woman number one, she's more righteous. First than, rule is keep it in the family. Yeah. And Judah was one of the people that like was agreed to, like, this is who the lineage is going to come from. Like, Jesus is going to come through this guy. Yeah. So, this guy's a screw up. <laughs> and the woman is more righteous than the man. And she's also not Jewish. I like it. All right. Next woman. Next woman. Okay. So, yeah, so like, we got to put her down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and that's the complete opposite of, like, what you would think any other, like, nation's history would be. It's oh, yeah. Like, let's leave those screw-ups out of here. Like, like, let's let's put the hiccups in the past where they belong. It's like, nah, dude. Yeah, she got him fair and square. Like, that dude is a fucking dick. Yeah, she yes. deserved it. Let's put her name down. And then, all right, so we had Tamar was the first. Um, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Wait, what about Ray? Was Rahab in there? Wait, wait, uh, Ram, the father of. Yep, oh, sorry, I skipped right over it. It's right before Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Damn. So, uh, so Rahab. You gotta read some other shit. You're spending too much time with this Bible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I need a life. <laughs> um. So, anyways, the uh, so Rahab. So she was a prostitute. I think she was in Jericho. Uh, or, uh yeah. So the the spies went out to Jericho, and she was like this. So she does not believe in the Israeli God, and basically she's she 
goes looks at it and goes, I know that your God has been messing everybody up. Like you got out of Egypt, you got out of this, you got out of that. Like your God is just plowing through everybody. Yeah, he's a badass. So she's thinking. Here's the deal. I'm gonna hide your spies. Keep them in here. I'm gonna let them out the window. If you don't mind, uh, keep my family alive. And then so she ends up like her family gets everyone that's in her apartment complex or maybe just her apartment. Like all of them get saved and every, and they just decimate the rest of the city. Oh wow! So here's this woman um, who and, and this also comes after the story of like or right before the story where uh, there's other people that are Israelite men that go off and they check out the promised land. They're like, oh shoot, um, this is too difficult for us. There's no way our God can handle this. So we're just not gonna go. And yeah. that started this whole thing about them wandering in the desert for forty years. Ah, oh, dicks. So basically, she had more faith. And like or more trust in the Hebrew. It didn't come from the Hebrew background. Yeah. She's like an outsider. Yeah. And she had a, a more trust than the people that actually saw God split the like sea apart. Yeah. So again, you've got a non Jewish woman who has like is more righteous. Quote, She's like, like, I heard that motherfucker's crazy. I'll take that chance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was in. So she's so she's woman number two. Yeah. All right. Okay, so then is what I skipped ahead of. So Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Ruth. Ruth was next. And she was from Judges, right? Yeah. And she was not actually, well, She's not from Judges. Sorry, no. So she was around the time of Judges. Oh. Like, I remember talking about, or hearing about her when I was a kid. Yeah. That's like one name that actually I think of. Oh, there, Ruth. Yeah. Like, there, there were stories. There's a whole book just called Ruth. It's all about her. Um, is it about now? This Ruth book? Yeah. About Ruth, which is weird because Matthew is not about Matthew; it's about Jesus. But they just couldn't call them all Jesus. And he sucks at math. Yeah. <laughs> what's the first book? Jesus. What's the second book going to be called? Uh, Jesus. What's the? Get that guy out of this fucking room. Like, all right, Exodus. Je- <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So then you've got Ruth, and she is. Uh. So she was a a woman that. Um. All right. In the book of Ruth, there are a couple of Jewish men. words carefully. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to think about exactly what happened. So there are these, uh, there was a family. They moved away. They moved to this place called Moab, and they married these. Moab? Moab. That's some of the most badass four-wheeling and mountain biking, like, in the United States of America. And possibly out in the ancient Near East. Ooh. So, all right. So <laughs> a family of mountain bikers go out, and they move to Moab, and they meet some Moabite women. And they get married to the Moabite women, but before the they can get the ladies knocked up, they end up dying in terrible mountain bike accidents. The guys or the, the guys. girls they were trying to knock up? The guys. Yeah, serves them right. All right, so all that's left is this uh, this uh, woman um, and then her like two daughter-in-laws. Like, and she's like, well, I don't have any sons, so in order for this to work out, I'd have to go get married, then have children, and then they could be your, like, you need to go back home. Oh. And there's no um, there's no retirement plan for me. There's certainly no retirement plan for you. Like we're all kind of screwed, and there's we we need food. We need to go like bag and everything else. So Ruth basically says, "Nah, I'm gonna follow you, and I'm gonna do what you want." So I'm like, I'm gonna go wherever you go. So she's really adopted this trust in the Israeli God, or at least in this woman, uh, Naomi. And then they go back, move back to Israel. And it's there that she is uh, taking care of her mother-in-law. So here's a woman, not Jewish, moving to a Jewish community, taking on all of the culture and all the actions of the Jewish people, and uh, starts um, kind of acting this out. I will tell you, this story is not PG. 
It is not PG-13. One day, Beer and Bible needs to do this story in, like, a, like the harder version of it. Yeah. Uh, but for the purpose of us telling this to you right now, uh, just again, what we see is a non-Jewish woman coming in and following or obeying or believing and being, quote-unquote, a better Jewish person, like, acting-wise. Um, when I, and so she's enacting things. So we see it again, righteous and not Jewish. Huh. All right. Let leaves us That's one more. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So these, like, they weren't even part of the, they weren't the good Jewish women, but they're like mentioned because they were badass. Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's see who's. All right. So this is, this one's kind of weird. So in the next seventh goes, David was the father of Solomon whose mother had been Uriah's wife. So that's not even a name. Is that just an honorable mention? <laughs> a dishonorable mention? Oh, gotcha. Like it oh, wait, is that the David shit? Yeah. Where he's a dickhole and he sees that girl bathing on the roof? That's her. And he's like, hey, like, send her husband to the front line so he gets fucking killed, and yes. then I can marry her because she's hot as shit. Yes. That's the David everybody talks about as being like, oh, the big, awesome man of God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's like good at repenting, but like, yeah, what a shit the, bag. Exactly. He he doesn't like repent. He like he his first thing is cover up, cover up with murder. Like, how do you? Because uh, what Samuel comes and calls him out, right? Uh, Nathan. Nathan. He's like, hey man, you fucked up. Yes. <laughs> and David's like, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So okay, so that's the wife stealer. He's like sees this girl. Okay, long and short of it, sees this girl. He's the king, king of Israel. He looks down. This is David, the one that keeps getting mentioned. The story always like blows me away because he goes and sees. He's like on his like palace, and he's looking around. He's like, "Who's that hot naked chick on the roof, like taking a bath that no one should see?" But I get to see her because I'm the king. I got the tallest building. And like, oh, that's such and such. Her husband's like one of your most badass dudes in the army, and he's like killing it there, like literally, like he's like the Rambo. And he's like, oh, so he ends up sending him to the front lines. To get and like pulling the troops back so he gets murdered so that he can go bone his wife. Yeah, except a little bit reversed. He actually bones the wife first. Oh, dick. Well, he literally. Yeah, so that guy sucks. All right, so David should be going out and fighting in the war, but he's not. He's yeah. sending like his Rambo guy. It's like, I'm king. I don't need to do it. Yeah, and that was Uriah. Uriah is also a Hittite, which means he's not Jewish. So, so he's going out and dying for Israel, and yeah. he's not even Jewish. Yeah, so he's going out there. So David's hanging out. He should be out in battle, but he's not. And he goes and has sex with. That he's porking his wife. Yeah, porks. He he porks Uriah's wife, and then he goes, "Oh shoot!" I'm like, she comes up. She's like, "By the way, I'm pregnant." And there's also a lot more to the story. We're it's running like, through. Fuck. And so then he he calls uh, Uriah, and he's like, "Hey, Uriah, show up. Like, come back here and check this. Like, like, hey, you should stay home for a night. Here's a bunch of wine. Like, let me get you drunk." Oh yeah, yeah. So it looks like you knocked up your wife. Yeah. Oh. Which also like I don't know how different Hittites looked. That would really suck. Like if they like you know Hittites were redheads or something like you know something like I don't know something where it comes out and you're like that that's not a Hittite baby. Right. Oh man. Uh, but I, I don't know. And so uh, so he sends out. You know, Uriah's like, no, I'm not. Why should I go in and sleep with my wife when my men are staying outside? Which some people think that was because David had done something similar and like David had set the precedent. Oh, so now he's got to like live up. Yeah. Oh, that makes it even worse. Like, he's like, David's like, why don't you go spend the night with your wife? He's like, 
no, David, I know you would never do such a thing. Yeah, you're my hero. Yeah. It's like, no, motherfucker, I'm trying to kill you so I can have your wife. Well, that's when he, then he hands, like, he he gives him the, the letter and he's like, all right, Uriah, you need to go back to the front lines and take this letter to the general. And the general opens the letter and says, all right, charge, and then everyone back I off. need this guy dead. Yeah. Damn it. So he delivered his own death note. <laughs> like, so. I, I don't like David. I don't care what the fuck you say. I don't yeah. care how many psalms he's written. The dude sucked. Some of the songs I think he was worse than Samson. I would take that to the bank. I might agree. At with least that Samson one. was a fucking idiot. Yeah, we got to talk about the kings at some point. We've right got back. to. We got to do it. We got okay. All right. So, so anyway, back. So, so yeah, yeah, this is the girl that was. Yeah. yeah. So the part of it is, if Uriah is a Hittite, does that mean that she also is a Hittite? Hmm. Does that mean that? And like David had a thing for some foreign women, not as much as Solomon. Can't blame him. But you know, he like it could have been a foreign woman, could be Jewish. We don't know. Um, we do know that uh, there are times when she does some crafty things. She does some good things. We, I, I, I don't know if I could personally speak to her virtue. Uh, they but, still mentioned her, but they still even if her. even if it was a slight mention, it wasn't even a name. Yeah. It was just a slight mention. So we've got so uh, we've got four women that are all added into this genealogy, still completely defying the precedent of like telling a hero's st- tale of like where he came from. I, in in a way, the heroes and all this are the women. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. Damn. Okay. 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 Let's keep going down the list here. Um, the last one is Mary. That's it. Oh, is that it? Wait. It. Hold on. I wait. I don't believe you. Yep. You're right. Fuck you. All right. So <laughs> that's kind of Matthew's lineage. Like, there's actually a lot more. When you first look at it, it looks like just a whole bunch of names, and it can be boring. But uh, hopefully tonight, like, what you're getting out of this is, hey, wait a second. There are some interesting things in like <laughs> yeah. dumb lineages and like. This is, could mean something. Jesus to Christ, who came from the perfect family, the perfect bloodline, is going to save the world. Yeah. No, no. And Matthew even writes it down. He's like, you won't believe this shit. Stay tuned. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks again. Uh, yeah, catch us later. Yeah, we love you all. See you next time.